0: Welcome to Bolts and Bats in the Bay. This podcast is brought to you by flteams.com. It's the top Florida sports source dedicated to providing you in-depth coverage and analysis of all Florida sports, including college and professional sports. Uh, You know, you got to be following FL teams everywhere at this point. If you're not, you're crazy. Um, Hey, I'm your host, Jeff Macalino, and uh, Bolts and Bats in the Bay, we... Discuss the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning and Tampa Bay Rays uh, pretty much weekly. And uh, not a lot going on with the Lightning, but our, uh, new, well, he's not new anymore. He's been around a, a month at least. Uh, Zach Milliron has a uh, preview of the Lightning's uh, division going on. You can find that on YouTube uh, where you should be following. Subscribe to FL Teams. So you can check that out for Lightning coverage. We'll, again, I'll talk more about that probably in the next week or two as we inch closer to the regular season and the Lightning make an effort to get back to the Stanley Cup Finals for the fourth consecutive year. This podcast is focused on your lovable Tampa Bay Rays, and they're lovable because the roller coaster just keeps going in a good direction right now. All season they've been up and down, but things are just pointing up. This this Rays team uh, is on just a complete tear, especially if you look at it from uh, uh, August thirteenth on. But really, it goes further back into you know August third and on. Uh, they've got the best record in the major league. They're nineteen and five in their last twenty four games. They've won eight out of their last nine. Uh, just doing what needs to be done. The only concern at this point is, can they continue to stay hot and ride this into the postseason? Because right now, nobody wants to face the Tampa Bay Rays. And by the way, things are starting to look better, knock on wood, from a health perspective. And the Rays are winning in different ways, too. Um, they're winning games, you know, the, the Miami series. Uh, you know, they, they win the first game 7-2, to Uh the second game, they finish off in 10 innings and win 2-1. to uh, They just swept the Boston Red Sox. They took two, two out of three last weekend against the Yankees. Uh, you know, again, the Friday's game against the Yankees, they win 9 nothing. Saturday's game, they win 2-1. Just, you know, when pitching is needed, the pitching is there. When hitting is needed, the offense is coming through. Uh, and then the sweep of Boston, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at Tropicana Field, they win a close game 4-3 on Monday. The offense kind of flexes its muscles with an 8-4 victory Tuesday. And then the pitching shows up. And I want to talk more about that. But the pitching shows up for a 1-0 victory uh, on the uh, to, to seal the sweep of the Boston Red Sox. Uh, we will see them one more time the last series of the regular season. That's at Fenway Park. Uh, The Rays have an exciting series coming up this weekend. Uh, I'm going to touch on that in a bit. Uh, I do want to touch on a couple things. I mentioned the health. So Yanni Chirinos, uh, the Rays pitching staff got a little more jumbled up because of a good reason. Drew Rasmussen's wife went into labor. He had to miss his start Tuesday against the Red Sox. The bullpen took over, had a very clean game. And, uh, again, got the Rays, the victory, uh, kind of in a, you know, no advance notice situation. Yanni Chirinos was called back up to the Major Leagues. It's been more than two years since he's pitched in the Major Leagues with his injuries. Um, Thought maybe we'd see him Tuesday. Uh, The Rays on Wednesday give Jeffrey Springs a little rest, just three shutout innings. They pulled him to try to make sure he's you know, rested and ready to go for the playoffs. Uh, Yanni Chirinos comes in. He had some traffic on the base paths, but three scoreless innings. Uh, if anything, I, I kind of like the thought that he had some traffic on the base paths because he had some tough situations in a nothing-nothing game uh, that he had to pitch out of with runners in scoring position. I believe in all three innings he pitched, he had runners in scoring position. Uh, but three scoreless innings, you could see he was emotional, emotional, Celebrating a couple strikeouts to get the third out of a couple innings Um, was very nice to see. He, you know, said it was a a tears of joy uh, after you know the last two years crying tears of sadness over the injuries. So nice to see Yanni Chirinos. People forget how promising of a pitcher he was and is. Um, Also. You know, would be crazy not to mention there's another pitcher uh healing up. Tyler Glass now pitched a scoreless inning at Durham on Wednesday. Uh two strikeouts, one walk, nineteen pitches. He might be getting close. I would guess there's a good chance we see Tyler Glass now in the major leagues uh before the end of the season. Um we'll see. I'm sure they want to have him pitch at least a couple more times down at Durham to uh Make sure he's ready to go. Um, Wander Franco in that game for Durham also went 3-for-5 and got pulled before the end of the game, presumably not for injury purposes, but might be seeing him in New York this weekend. So, And Brandon Lau also came off the injured list uh, just this week. Uh, Shane McClanahan should be another week or so before he's back. The Rays are getting healthy, and they are hot. And, you know, they're, they're, things are, are looking all positive right now. The lineup with the infusion of Harold Ramirez and Manuel Margot, it really did almost immediately improve the offense. The Rays' offense has been one of the best in the major leagues over the past month. Uh, Yandi Diaz is just having a phenomenal season, and he just continues to hit. Randy Rosarena stays hot. I believe his hitting streaks to ten games. Um, Isak Paredes is good for a long ball now and then. Christian Bethencourt uh, has also had uh, some some home run power lately. As as has Yu Chang, frankly. So so you know, and those guys are not going to be seeing nearly as much playing time when Franco. Uh, is back in the lineup. I was going to dive into Taylor Wall's home-road splits, because his batting splits, home versus road, are insane. For a guy who's played a a lot this year, had a lot of at-bats, he he is, you know, I didn't dive into this, but he, when you take fielding into consideration, I I would think with his hitting numbers at Tropicana Field, he's a borderline all-star player. Uh, On the road, he can't hit the water if he fell out of a boat basically is what the statistics tell us so a weird thing something maybe he can figure out but i don't think that's going to impact much this year because crossing my fingers wonder franco's back and with Lau healthy Yandi is not going to be sitting out of many games unless you know they're meaningless uh through the end of this uh season and postseason um G-Man Choi, unfortunately, can't get himself out of a funk. But even he had, you know, he drew a walk, and he drew uh, drove a ball probably 405 feet to the warning track in center field uh, against Boston. So hopefully he's coming a little bit out of his funk. Uh, David Peralta's been steady. It's just, it's it's nice to see a, a major league lineup with some depth, uh, you know, some legitimate depth. uh yeah, this is as high as I've been on the Rays all season, and boy, it's a good time for it, as the playoffs are very, very close. So this weekend's a very interesting series. The New York Yankees, things got a little feisty, especially Sunday. Um, really, it started Friday with Josh Donaldson talking trash from the dugout, and Jeffrey Springs giving it right back. Love to see that. Um And uh, Sunday, they got a little more fiery between the Rays and Yankees. I wouldn't be surprised to see some uh, potential, uh, a a lot of yapping this weekend in the Bronx. Uh, The Rays enter this series against the uh, Yankees five games back out of first place. Um, Let's realistically think of it mathematically. The Yankees are uh, slumping. Badly, even though they did just get a sweep, Uh, so they have won their last four games. However, still, in a slump right now, realistically, for the Rays to have any shot to win the AL East, I think they need to to sweep the Yankees. That's not necessarily a reasonable thing to request or expect um, going into Yankee Stadium. Um, But, you know, you take two out of three, you're still four games back after the series, uh, and not a lot of time to catch up. Uh, So, you know, again, if they get a sweep, I'm going to be all about talking about the uh, Rays maybe winning their third straight AL East uh, division title. But uh, otherwise, look, just keep winning series at this point. Uh, As far as the wild card standing goes, uh, the Rays have the top spot in that. They're a game ahead of the Seattle Mariners, who are also very hot. Uh, the Toronto Blue Jays, uh, one and a half game behind the Rays, have the final wild card spot. All three of those teams, the Rays, Mariners, and Blue Jays, 8-10 and ten in their last 10 games. So not a lot of ground given there, but the Orioles are four and a half behind the Blue Jays, six behind the Rays. At this point, with a six-game lead, the Rays just need to avoid really an epic collapse, epic just losing string uh, to miss the playoffs. Uh, And again, gosh, they're getting healthy. Like, this is seriously, uh, aside from maybe spring training, and I don't know how optimistic I was in spring training, this is probably the highest I've been on the Rays all season because things are starting to come together. You can have a rotation with McClanahan, Rasmussen, Kluber, Springs, and then, you know, I, I don't know whether they probably just piece together Uh, If they need a fifth guy in the postseason, which generally you don't, but if they did, you could piece together quite a hell of a bullpen day with Chirinos and Glass now, maybe Patino, Um, Chargois. He he gave up a couple of runs against Boston. He got the start and plays Erasmussen, but, you know, that happens. Uh, Fairbanks is unhittable. He is – Pete Fairbanks is just – unhittable right now. He is having an amazing run. Again, you just gotta hope that these things continue. Uh I'll even shout out Matt Whistler, who I've been kind of down on a lot of the year. He came in and pitched, had some bad defense behind him and worked his way out of it. Thing with the race too, I do want to mention is they're still making a lot of mistakes, uh silly mistakes sometimes in the field, base running mistakes. Things around third base seem to be problematic. I don't know if maybe Linares is Part of the problem there, I don't know, but they're having some problems uh, in that area of the field as far as base running is concerned, and they're still winning games. You know, this is a this is a good team on a good run and might just be getting healthy at the perfect time. I didn't even mention Jason Adam. Also, is having uh, Pete Fairbanks. You know, missed most or the the first half of the season basically with injury. Jason Adam has been all season bringing it uh, for the Rays out of the bullpen. So they've got some high leverage arms in the bullpen. They've got frontline starters that are pitching amazingly. They've got an offense uh, that's typically, not every day, but typically capable of scratching across quite a few runs. uh, And that's without Wander Franco and with Taylor Walls, who... You know, is is not even at home. He's not nearly as good of a hitter as Franco. Um, so, just uh, I don't know. We'll we'll see how things go. Uh, but the Rays, with a bench uh, and being able to kind of do some matchup things and pinch running things uh, late in games, that frankly they went a couple months without being able to do because they didn't have major league players in those in those spots. Um, now you can see Kevin Cash getting a matchup, getting to, you know, pinch hit players, play the righty lefty game because he's got depth and versatility and a major league roster. And again, they're still playing right now without Wander Franco and Shane McClanahan. Uh, and I'm saying that. So things are looking good. I'm optimistic. We'll see if this week ruins it for me. Again, three at New York, then five at Toronto, uh, big series. There's a doubleheader Tuesday, five games in four days. The Rays need to get through that, obviously. Um, You know, winning three out of five would be great. Even winning two out of five is probably enough uh, as they uh, keep trudging towards the playoffs. All right, that'll do it for Bolts and Bats in the Bay. Remember to subscribe to FL Teams. We've got fun stuff coming to you all year. College, professional football. Uh, obviously, you got the Rays and Lightning being covered uh, by by not only myself but Zach and the cranky fan. Um, you know, you've got it all. Why aren't you at FLTeams.com all the time? Follow on all the socials. Subscribe on YouTube and wherever you listen to your podcasts. And drop a rating on Spotify or Apple. Give us a five star rating, man. Let's go. All right. Uh, enjoy football season, unless you're a Bucks fan. And uh, I'll see you next week. Peace.